don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy and welcome back to Party of One Season 2 Episode 8. How have y'all been? Have you been drinking your water, eating right, working out, staying on budget, staying in the house? How have y'all been? Let me know. Let me know. I have been doing very well, actually, surprisingly, not going to lie. But I've definitely been doing really well. I've been drinking my water. I've been eating right. Me and my sister have definitely been cooking. We went grocery shopping. We spent so much money. We were like, we're not eating out for the rest of this whole month because we have enough food. I don't know. We just usually, so I'm a big couponer. That's how I say on budget. But with everything going on, like you are just lucky to walk into the store and find something that you're looking for. So at that point, I'm just like, we'll just get whatever it is that we need, which I know if we were couponing like I normally do, we would not have spent nearly as much money as we did. But last month I try to you know do grocery shopping the way that I normally do it look at my ads figure out what it is that I'm gonna make for the week or what have you but I went to the store looking for everything that I needed and clearly everyone else had that same bright idea so therefore we did not get the stuff that we wanted so this time we just changed it up and I just said you know what we're just going to buy what it is that we need because at the end of the day we need it and we're just going to thank god that we have the money to be able to not have to coupon but trust me i was upset that i saw that total and there were no savings but it's fine it's all fine we have definitely been working out which is great i actually not gonna lie maybe next week i don't know i'll tell you when i finally start But since I'm working at home, I want to wake up in the morning and work out since I literally have to just go work at my counter. So I want to wake up and work out in the morning and then work out at night as well. So doing two days. So I'll let you know when that actually starts. But that is a vision that I do have for myself in this said quarantine time and just in life in general because I. I am not a morning person at all and working from home hasn't helped because I feel like it's vacation every day because I literally stay up all night because I'm a night owl. So I stay up all night and then I wake up and just walk to my desk and I do my work and call it a day. So I need to figure that out. But I would like to not necessarily become a morning person, but be able to function in the morning because... It's non-existent currently, but I can stay up all night. So that's a plus. But other than that, life has been good. I really don't have any updates on anything else. You know, I've just been really focused on things that I want to accomplish. I have a small group and so we're making or we've made a list, should I say, of things that we want to accomplish during this time of staying at home and just taking advantage of that additional time that we have and just the 
shift in life. So I've definitely been doing that. A lot of business ventures that I've been doing on my end. So I'm super excited about it. I was just talking to my friend and we were talking about how we were so geeked to get into 2020 and we got here and we we're like, oh shoot, this is what it is. <laughs> but in all honesty, it still for me has been a great year. There's definitely been ups and downs. The first four months feel like a solid two years, but in everything, all in all, it's still been a really good year and I'm excited because of what I've accomplished so far and it's only April. So we still have a lot of the year left and we do have time to, you know, take advantage of the time that we have. And for those who it's not going great, we have time to turn around and try to figure out things that it is that we want to do and accomplish those. One big thing that I wanted to do this year was I wanted to travel more. And so that is obviously not happening right now. So hopefully... (laughs) I'll be able to travel the second half of the year, but it's okay because the money that I was spending on traveling in the first part of the year, I've been putting that to business ventures. So that's been going great as well. So yeah, we'll see. I am super excited for everyone that's been posting their party of one lifestyle decisions. You guys are just doing amazing. It's keeping me grounded. It's holding me accountable and helping me to really make sure that the decisions that I'm making are not only affecting me for today, but also for the future. So make sure you guys keep posting those, post them to your story, make sure you tag us and you also hashtag party of a one lifestyle so that we can also post them on our story and just help hold each other accountable and just live the best lives possible. Okay. We are out here reaching our goals and that's what we're going to do. We're doing it together. So last episode, we talked about rewarding the outcome and neglecting the process. That was a bomb episode. Not just saying that because I was hosting it, but because the topic was fire and we really just discussed how we become caught up in all the hype because we're more focused on what it will look like to other people and making sure that we're looking good to others and that everyone that's viewing us is seeing what greatness we've done and how perfect we are but we often forget the time that it's taken us to get there we neglect the process we forget how much work we put into getting this outcome so that's what last week's episode was about and with that being said let's go ahead and get into what's on the menu what's on the menu is a segment in our podcast where we would discuss the topic for today's episode Today's topic is progress versus perfection. So many times we find ourselves chasing the wrong thing. We find ourselves chasing after perfection and making everything perfect that we actually end up missing the progress that we've already made. Sometimes the progression can be small and so small that we easily overlook the progression that's been made. We believe that we should be making these leaps and these bounds to our goal and to our finish line when reality those baby steps are what's truly going to get us over that hump into that finish line 
It's our job to, you know, nurture and develop our goals. And most importantly, honestly, it's our job to nurture and develop ourselves. And as we're going through our process and as we're building the progress that we're making to finish our goal and to finish our project, we're ultimately building up ourselves and developing ourselves. I can think of just me starting this podcast, for example, and me going through that process has helped me not only get to where I am today, where I'm creating this episode and pushing it out to all my family, but as an individual and as a businesswoman, it's helped me to just grow and develop and realize the life is so much different than what I once thought it was before I started. Even things as simple as the way I handle business or as simple as the way I handle even my friends and my family now, it's totally different because I've taken the time to develop my goal, develop my project, which in return developed me as a person. I think it's so important to have this discussion and have this topic for the menu today because so many of us are wrestling with perfection and we don't start the business because we don't feel we're ready. We feel that we're missing something. We feel that we don't have everything that it is that we need to learn before we can push it out. We don't have every skill set. We don't have the right amount of money. We don't have the legal team. We can list off so much stuff that we don't have. But if we really step back and look at what we do have and what can get us on that track and on that road to getting to our ultimate finish line we overlook those because the bad outweighs the good in this situation so I want us to look at the definitions of both of the words so for progress the definition for progress is forward and onward movement to your destination Perfection is the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from a possible flaw or defect. Now, y'all, we all know we've been through life long enough to know that there's nothing perfect in life. Nothing we ever will do will be perfect. There will be the smallest flaw. There will be the smallest defect, but it's going to be there. And one thing that we forget is so much is built. So many gems are found in those flaws, in those defects. And it's important to have those flaws, to have those defects, because you don't get used to being great at it. Whenever you're great at something, you tend to slack off and you don't push yourself as hard as when you were chasing a goal that you felt was unobtainable. Let's just take a second and think. How many projects have been ready to go, been ready for them to be pushed out, but we've pushed those projects back because we were chasing perfection? Like, I genuinely can think of a multiple ones, but I can definitely think of one right now that I've pushed back so many times just because I feel inadequate to put it out there. I feel as though the project has flaws. I feel as though there's defects. I feel as though we can do things better. And so instead, I just don't push it out. 
And I know many of you guys are the same way. But one thing we need to realize is that perfection is unobtainable. In reality, we are just chasing a moving finish line. Every time we take a step into perfection, our finish line just moves further and further away. So every time we're out here trying to create something that is unobtainable, we'll never cross that finish line. We'll never finish our project. We'll never push it out because we're never going to reach perfection. So that means that it's just never going to happen. And if you're okay with that, then keep chasing perfection. But for me, I'm not okay with all my blood, sweat and tears, my time, my money, my efforts, just going into something that's never going to be released. And it's never going to be released because I'm moving the finish line because I'm chasing something that's unobtainable. What projects do we need to just stop creating drafts for and just push it out already? That project that you just thought about right now, that's the one I'm talking about. Stop being afraid to see it fail. You have too much in you. You've placed too much into this goal, into this project for you to allow it to fail. So just be bold, push it out, get in the kitchen, get your hands dirty, and just do what you have to do to make it work. Start small, take those baby steps, and really just get out there. That's all I have for the menu today. So let's go ahead and get into table talk. Table Talk is a segment in our podcast where we will have a family discussion. Family members from all over will submit conversations to the table for us to discuss. All right, so conversation number one says, what's it like being young, trying to create a business for yourself? Any tips? I would say it is fun. It's stressful. It is tiring. It's rewarding. But in order, All of it, honestly, it's truly fulfilling and I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I, like I just talked about and what's on the menu, I encourage all of you to get out there and push out whatever your project is. It may be a business. It may not be. But as far as this question goes, it's interesting to me, though, and I was actually just having this conversation with my sister. I am typically the youngest in the demographics that I've been in as far as professional settings and in the beginning it was uncomfortable I felt inadequate to be in a room with these caliber of people and I would just be like I don't understand how I'm even here right now I don't even know if they're going to receive what I'm about to say right now so yeah but I'm here. Now, I honestly can't think of one event that I've done where I haven't been the youngest person. So I'm, I'm used to it now. And I think what I had to do was I just had to accept it and just accept reality that I am young. I am in this field and I'm okay with it. And now I've noticed that I don't focus on it as much. So I really don't see it. And I remember 
one of the events that I did, I noticed like, wow, I'm like the youngest one here. But it honestly was way after I was done with my segment and the portion that I was doing, I realized, wow, you're the youngest one here. And in that moment, I saw the growth from the first couple events that I had done to that moment. And I realized how much that I just wasn't focused on it. I'll give you some tips and some things that I did that I truly feel like are helpful and what got me to this place. So the first thing I would say is just be confident in your business. You are the only one who can truly sell your business the way that it should be sold. So the more confident you are, the more you understand what you bring to the table and the more you understand what you will and will not accept. And so just from the stance of your business, just making sure that you're the spokesperson of your business and you're the loudest one to root for your business. So that's number one, being confident in that. And then the next I would say would be be humble. Like I just said, confidence in your business, um, that is extremely important, but you can quickly turn that into arrogance if you're not careful. So I would just definitely say being humble, being open to feedback, being willing to learn and receive guidance from other people that have been in the game longer than you, or even if they haven't been in the game longer than you, but there's something in them that you're willing to receive. And I know there's people who I receive stuff from who have just started their stuff. And I've been doing this for almost a year now. And I still receive from people who just started yesterday. And for me, that's amazing because you can receive from so many different people as long as you're open and you're willing to receive that feedback and to to receive those new, you know, innovative things for you to do. The third tip that I would give would be to be on your grind. So it is so much work. I cannot stress that enough. It is so much work just for me. I still work my eight to five and I still, you know, volunteer at my church and I mentor youth and I also have my business and it's a lot. It honestly is a lot. You learn how to get more than 24 hours in a day you just learn how to work smarter and not harder but it's so important for you to put in that work and to what I tell myself all the time is I'm working hard up front so I can rest on the end and that to me is just rewarding because I know that the work that I'm putting in now is all because I'm passionate about it I want to see succeed and when it does succeed I'll be able to you know relax a little bit lay back on the beach and work instead of you know really putting in a whole bunch of blood sweat and tears in the beginning so yeah I would definitely just say be ready to grind fourth would be get out there this year alone like I truly learned that it's not what you know but who you know like that statement is so true and I always knew it but not to the caliber that I know it now networking is so important and I think that that's one thing that we lack a lot of times we want to do it on our own and We just want to be successful on our own. But it's so important to rub those elbows with people that you never thought you would rub elbows with 
and just get out there and network, get out there and meet different people because you just never know what door will be open because of the connection that you've made through a person. And for me, honestly, in just this year alone, and it's only April, networking has been so essential to the success that I've experienced this year. And just people giving me different tips and tricks, people inviting me to come to their events, people just connecting and collaborating. And it's been such a dope experience because it's truly just for me talking to people. And I just told you guys in the last tip that just grinding and putting in so much work. And when I tell you networking has been the easiest part and the most rewarding part is just crazy so networking is so important I can't stress that enough I feel like that's something that we as a society don't do very well and I think that that's something that we don't learn when we're talking about being successful they tell us it's not what you know but who you know but they don't teach us the art of networking and they don't teach us how important it is so I definitely say that's number four network it's so important and then lastly number five is just being yourself it's so important not to lose yourself in your business and not to lose yourself in life in general so being who you are making sure you're pouring yourself back into your business so that when people see your business they see you as well and vice versa is so important so don't lose who you are because who you are is what got you to even want to do this business so just making sure you're pouring that into it All right. Conversation number two says, what are some tangible tools I can use to help with anxiety during this quarantine? So I'm personally just going to address anxiety in general. Anxiety is something that I've definitely dealt with. It's not something that's fun. I truly feel like everyone has a level of anxiety that they deal with. It's just how you manage it do you manage it well do you not manage it at all do you act like you just don't got it and you just freak out like what are the tools that you use so the tools that I have five of them that I would recommend doing that I use for myself I hope they help so number one would just be to remove the trigger so for example if the trigger is a situation that you're in removing yourself from the situation if the trigger is a little bit more difficult and it's like the quarantine figure out the route to it like is it that you can't go outside is it that you can't go to the store you can't talk to people you can't be around people like figuring out what the route is to why you're feeling so anxious and then removing that or counteracting that so for example if in this quarantine you're struggling because you're an extrovert you need to talk to people and you haven't been able to get out and hang out and things of that nature make sure that you're talking to your friends you know you're using the tools that we have social media things like that going outside taking a walk and really trying to put yourself in the best situation to succeed so that would be number one removing yourself from the trigger or adjusting as much as you can to the triggers So number two is faith over fear. So fear is the opposite of faith. So what I do is I will pray. 
I will find a scripture and recite the scripture that I'm standing on. And whenever I feel that rising up, like I said, I go through these steps. I remove myself from the trigger. I faith over fear. And then next, I will confide in someone I trust. So I will talk to somebody. I'll call my sister, my friends, my mom, and I'll just be like, hey, you know, I'm struggling right now. This is what I'm going through. This is why. Like, just help me talk myself down. Essentially, just getting somebody that's outside of the realm that you're in that can hear what you're saying and help you to verbalize and talk through those situations. The next thing I would say would just be mindful meditation. So you can do that in journaling. You can do that in yoga. There's just many different ways that you can just do mindful meditation, whether that's breathing exercises, things of that nature. I know people who like to dance, so dance, people who like to sing, they'll sing. So just figuring out what your mindful release is and using that. A lot of times journaling helps because it helps you to put your thoughts into words and just helps you to think through them and to process your thoughts. When you're very anxious, your thoughts are very jumbled up. So being able to put it on paper, it kind of helps you slow your brain down. So that's something that I like to do or even yoga. I like to do yoga because it helps me focus on them difficult moves, but it it just helps you to just bring yourself back center, bring yourself back in alignment and just, you know, bring that Zen back. So I would definitely say that mindful meditation. And then the last one would just be reassurance. So making sure that you are reminding yourself that you're not weak because you have these fears like validate what you're going through allow them to actually be real like whatever your fears are whatever you're anxious about acknowledge them it doesn't help for you to act like it's not real and things of that nature if you're feeling it you're feeling it so acknowledging those feelings and then hitting them with facts whatever those facts may be and hit them with facts that don't validate the situation you're in like if you're like i'm scared of spiders and you're like yes girl it's cool to be scared of spiders because all spiders are poisonous and they will bite you like no that's not what i'm saying (laughs) i'm saying like validating the situation that you're in that whatever it is you're bigger than the spider you can remove yourself from the spider you can call somebody to kill the spider like whatever you can do to give yourself facts to dissolve that fear and to dissolve those irrational and overthinking thoughts that you are producing so that you can bring yourself back to reality and just calm yourself down. That's ultimately what I would say. Those are some tools that I would use. I know there are a lot you can pick from them or you can use them all, but I would definitely say it's important for you to Make sure that you have some tools in your arsenal because like I said, everyone has anxious moments in their lives. It's just how well you are able to manage those moments and get you back to zero or, you know, just being able to work through those emotions the best you can.
So I hope that answered your questions. I hope those conversations were insightful. If you have any other questions, definitely go ahead and hit me up. I truly love to answer all of the conversations. And if you have any you want to submit, definitely go ahead and DM me. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Willing is not enough. We must do. Joanne Wolfgang Von Gothi. Sweet treat is just a small treat that I wanted to share with my family members, something that God gave me throughout my quiet time. That's Today's sweet treat is take it day by day. And so when we are in a storm or we have an obstacle, break it down into baby steps. That's ultimately what this means. Take the situation day by day. Sometimes we try to just run through the storm or we don't move at all. And just like a natural storm, they say, don't just sit there because the storm can get worse where you are. Keep moving because you'll be able to essentially run out of that storm and don't speed through the storm because you may not see what's in front of you and it may cause more damage than if you just take it slowly so that's exactly what it's like in life we need to treat it like a natural storm like a natural disaster it's important for us to keep moving take a step keep that momentum going we don't need to run through it and be irate but we also don't need to just stand still and cause ourselves to be stagnant and put ourselves into more danger into more harm it's so important for us to remember is that every day gets sweeter and every day gets better it's our job to find the light at the end of the tunnel And there's a light at every tunnel. Sometimes that light may be dim and sometimes that light may be bright. But we just have to keep our eye on that light and just keep moving until it's so bright that we're at the end of the tunnel. And we can't stop. We can't give up. We can't turn around. We can't close our eyes like It's still going to be there no matter how difficult the obstacle is, no matter how much we want to give up. We still have to get to the end result. We still have to get to the end of the tunnel. So the question that I'm going to leave you with today is what storm have you attempted to run through or not move through at all? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate all the love and support. Find someone you know and send this episode to them. Y'all know we are getting our tribe right this year because our tribe will thrive in 2020. So make sure that you're getting that to them and you're making sure that they are able to receive from this episode as well. Like, review, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're watching it on. And share your favorite parts of the episode with me. I love to see all the responses, all the quotes that you guys have. So make sure you screenshot them, you add them to your story, and you tag it, girl. You can follow me at I am Kristen Joy underscore, and you can follow us at Party of One underscore podcast. And don't forget, y'all, be bold, be exclusive, and be enough. Well, if I listen to you and everything you put in my ear, I'll be living like, shut up, cut up, I'll be paralyzed by fear. Ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose, I got.
two choices when I do this. Make moves or make excuses. Huh? If you know who I'm talking about, then you got me. My biggest enemy is me. And even I can't stop.